Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It's May 20th, 2020, and this is episode 25. So Josh, we, we had some much needed rain over the weekend, which I think that paired with some, some of this uh, sunshine, hopefully later this week, is really going to allow these crops to take off in full bore. Um, just nice to really get around, make the rounds on some of our initial emergence assessments in, in both corn and beans, and then also just making the rounds on some of those frost calls that we'd mentioned last week. Um, on the call. But I think for starters, if you just wanted to, to give us a quick overview, what are you seeing as kind of those final assessments, especially in soybeans that were maybe hit with some of that frost? Yeah, it, um, I was out uh, yesterday there a little bit and kind of on my final round of some stand establishment or maybe more like frost issues, for, I guess I'll put it that way. Um, up in that Wabasha area, looking at some soybeans and low-lying areas, and it looks like we're going to have to replant or not replant, but put a little bit more extra stand out there. In some cases we were down. It's one of those frustrating service calls where, you know, usually we're looking for that 90,000 in soybeans. If we have 90,000, we're gonna let that ride and uh, not do any supplemental replant or inter interplanting there. In this case, we had a lot of counts that were kind of 80 to 85,000, a few less, a few more. So it was one of those frustrating service calls of trying to make that call and we're gonna replant a few acres there, very minimal. Um, but definitely they were dinged pretty hard from that, that frost there and kind of a two round frost. The first one maybe didn't get it. The second one got a little bit harder. Um, but overall we dodged that pretty well and, uh, it was nice to see the rain, uh, this past weekend, uh, varied a little bit North to South Alley. Sound like a lot of two and a halfs across, uh, the viewers area here as you get North Robins and Broda, we were knocking on the door of six plus inches in some pockets, which is a little bit more than we'd like to see, but, um, much needed herbicide. Some of the pre's we had down really needed that. And it'll be um, important to get out there to see if those pre's hold back some of those annuals because they are really starting to come as well. And I think on the pre side of thing, Josh, so you talk about hopefully that activates some of those pre's, you know, what are your thoughts on maybe the reach back potential of some of those uh, herbicides as they did get that rain for activation? Yeah, it, uh, it's real. It's something that can happen. In a lot of cases, we usually get the rain that we don't have to look for that, but it's something I've seen um, you know, many times when we, we kind of ride in that line of being a little bit dry, we're going to get the rain in time. But if they're really small, you know, just kind of germinating, poking out of the ground, you can really see some of that pull back and still get some pretty good activation. Um, I also wonder too, um, you know, if we do got some, some farms that have had some historical heavy pressure, um, in most cases, those are going to be the ones that I really want to go scout or maybe got a new farm that has had some weed history that's a little more uh, heavy pressure than what you've been used to. But I think in a lot of cases, the pre's are going to be okay. But um, you're going to, have to be scouting. And, and I've noticed too that the bean fields, I was walking on some frost evaluations ahead of pre, we're still looking pretty clean. However, when I do look at, um, you know, we have a few corn fields that are kind of a one pass early post situation. Boy, the annuals are really coming. So it, which is a good gauge that the pre is holding some of those that early flush back. But um, it's really going to take probably till the middle to the latter part of this week to really get a good good feel for how those pre's are holding up. But um, yeah, I, I think the rain came just in time personally, but um, gonna need this week to get out and scout a little bit more to know for sure. And keeping with those assessments too, I think, and you hit on this a little bit too, more critical, you know, clearly making sure I assess those fields that I know did not receive that pre-application, really making those a scouting priority. Um, and even more so, I think, if you look at maybe in the conventional corn or soybean side of things. Um, but pre's aside, as we maybe shift our focus to, to what some of those post-applications should look for, you know, what could we potentially be looking at for some of those post-applications or, or timing around? 
some of those? What's too early? What's too late? Yeah, on, on the soybean side of it, where we have a pre-down, um, you know, like I said, we got to do a little scouting better, see if we need to make some changes. If we don't have a pre-down, um, going to want to be scouting intensively because we do want to get those weeds before anything gets that four-inch mark, which this time of year with this kind of moisture as we warm up, it, that can happen really, really fast. Um, but, you know, scouting for that is going to be important. And I think the corn pre-passes, I mean, in all reality, uh, once we kind of dry up from this rain, the window starts to open up. Um, you got a lot of flexibility with what we have for products on, you know, some knockdown, you know, and the residual there. Um, I used to kind of err on the side. I always like to get going a little bit early. You can up your residual rates a little bit. And as you kind of go through uh, your trips, you can maybe break dial back the residual as the crop gets a little bit bigger. But, you know, once we kind of get out of the, out of the, this, this cycle of wetness and into the, after the Memorial weekend, a lot of our windows are going to start opening up and I expect to see the sprayers kind of hitting the fields here again real soon. And then outside of it, you know, we, we did hit quite a bit on weed control there, but other questions from the field that have been common as you, as you made your rounds early this week. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think obviously the, the frost things just wrapping up that I still got a few, even some corn calls where um, sometimes when corn gets frosted, you can, it'll wrap up a little bit where it's kind of looks like it's, it's curled up and is it going to grow out of that? I've had that question come up here a little bit over the weekend concerned, Hey, is it going to grow out of that? And in most cases now, as it warms up, the, is it, it speeds up growth. It should push out of that and unfurl, but it always kind of catches some people's attention. And then Allie, I think as we, you know, maybe come out of the break a little bit, the unevenness in the corn is something that's come up quite a bit. And I think that's something we're going to want to spend a little bit more time on. That's probably been the biggest question here the first half of this week. And we come back from the break, uh, Allie and I will dive into that. <laughs> 